Do you know what ikigai is? The what? Ikigai. What the hell is that, man? Uh, ikigai is a Japanese concept referring to something that gives a person a sense of purpose, a reason for living. So it's a very interesting thing I came across on the Instagram reels. And it's how, how you can find your purpose, basically. And I'll show you this graph. It's the best way to explain it. And there's a graph with uh, five circles and they make a union in the center. So it's four circles, bro. Four circles and they make a union in the center. Basically, each circle defines different thing about you. One is uh, what you love. One is what the world needs. One is what uh, you can be paid for. And the fourth one is what are you good at? Yeah. But if you combine like all of these things, you get uh, ikigai, which means you find your purpose. You find what you're good at, what you love, what the world needs, and what you can be paid for. You are listening to the Legal Immigrants Podcast, where two best friends discuss early chartering topics, swap life stories, and traveling. I hope you enjoy it. Well, let's go. Let's go for another episode. Let's let's entertain our crowd. Let's see what let's. do we got in the in our pockets today. I have a Swiss army knife. I don't know about you. <laughs> well, that's uh, fitting, seeing that you're in Switzerland. No, but, you know, I've, I've always been a kind of a guy that loves knives and stuff like that. Remember when we were in uni? I used to buy knives, like, every other week, even though I didn't have a lot of money, but from, like, you know, Bitbazaar? Yeah. I used to buy, I used to buy like, 200, 300 dinners one dinner ones. That's like two, three dollars, five dollars. Depends, depends on the knife. But usually, I didn't spend as much as like seven dollars on a knife. The five was like my limit because we didn't have a lot of money, right? Yeah. So, and I remember I still have scars because I tried to be like the guy that does those awesome tricks with the knives. Yeah. yeah, it didn't work. Man. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but <laughs> I don't have those skills. <laughs> it's just one of those things that practicing hurts. Like you need to practice, but it, you can hurt yourself while practicing. Yeah, yeah. Guess you can say that's like. Uh... Ah, well, I lost it. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I had a saying, but I lost it. Anyways. <sighs> Swiss Army intro. knife. It's a it's a nice uh, way. I just wanted to say Swiss Army knife. It's a nice thing, man. Uh, the other day we didn't have a, 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 a cork opener for for a bottle yeah. of wine, right? Well, it helped. It helped because it has a it has a the the spiral thing for for the cork. Right. So it has a cork opener. Cork. Yeah. Opener. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it does. It does. Um. Yeah. So buy a Swiss Army knife if you don't if you want to drink wine. Yeah. <laughs> Advice. <laughs> just Advice. Don't, don't try and do the tricks because you might. Yeah. You just might hurt yourself. If you like hurting yourself, that's a different thing, you know. Like I don't know. Yeah, that gets your adrenaline high. <laughs> Anyways, uh, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Legal Immigrants and. Um, Hopefully it will be enough entertaining for you to stay up until the end. And uh, I promise you, there is a lot of things for you to be listening to us until the end. 
All right, I've got a question for you. Who are you? And uh, philanthropist, playboy, billionaire. No, I'm joking. I'm not Tony Stark, man. <laughs> well, I'm just Alex. You know those those memes like Alexander the Great, Alexander. Yeah. The, okay, uh, just Alex. Well, I'm just Alex. <laughs> no, man. Uh, who am I? How how do I I identify myself? Um, that's a that's a pretty tough uh, tough question if you yeah. if you think about it right uh it's not it's not easy like how do i i identify myself like uh there's a lot of options over here so uh i would go with um ah uh, fuck this is a very tough question man i would go with um an ambitious person that always try uh, that always is trying to see the positive into the world and trying to um, appreciate how far has the thing become, but uh, also strive for more. So I would say um, ambitious, humble, hardworking person. That's what would that's what would describe me in a way. So right. I would identify as a as a hard working, ambitious, humble person. Nice. If if that if that answers your your question, because uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, know it's your like it's your it's the way yeah, you see no, yourself. Yeah, no, but guess, like so who uh, like who are you? Can be like okay, I'm gay, right? I'm not, by the way. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I yeah. I, I, I am. Uh, how do you identify yourself? Like I can you 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 can be a programmer, or you can be something. You can give attributes about yourself, which I did, and uh, you know something like that. I, I'm not trying to involve work in my life. Like uh, you know, when people go like, "Who are you?" and you go like, "Oh yeah, I'm like a CEO of that company." Does that define you like a, like a person? When I when I see you, would it be like, oh yeah, I'm talking to uh to this CEO? I mean, obviously you're gonna say that, but like, who am I talking to? A CEO, or am I talking to a to a person that's like um, a jerk, or it's a humble person? It's a it's a nice person, open for a conversation because we know a lot of CEOs that are just being jerks because they've achieved something, right? So. Yeah. It's a very weird question. So, I would say um, I would say I gave the best answer that I was because uh, you got me in. Uh, like I wasn't I wasn't ready for this question at all. Like this is not staged. This is it took me like five minutes to answer it. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the reason I wanted to get into this, we had the discussion before. Yeah, right? yeah, and we were talking about. Uh, specifically for work like are you am i a web developer because that's what i work yeah but no the question was like um what's your identity like what do you identify as but not who are you that's that's kind of different the the thing is so if i say i am a web developer is that all i am or yeah yeah yeah. because like that's you can say like the things you said when you said 
who you are. I can say I'm an ambitious, hardworking, humble person, right? Or yeah. I can say I'm a web developer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, makes sense. Uh, the the problem we had is uh, I I understood it. It's strictly about work. I didn't understand it as a as a whole lot more, right? Because when you uh, you you were right at one point when you said like does work define me well your work nine to five may may not but your work throughout whole life it does like if you're being jerk that's still your work that's still something you've done right that defines you as a jerk so i would say would you identify as a jerk? No, a lot of people say they're humble men, but humble, humble people, humble, you know, persons, but they're, they're not, they're not. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you, <clears throat> well, I wasn't expecting this <laughs> I <was> expecting to, <laughs> to continue our conversation from before, but you literally just said the opposite thing. You said uh, kind of. Well, because last time last time the question was like how do i do i identify as a programmer and i thought we were strictly talking about work and i told you that even then because you can't say you're an astronaut if you're a professional yeah, professional if you're a programmer right you can't say like oh yeah i'm an astronaut what do you do oh yeah i'm web developer but i identify as astronaut <laughs> You no, but like, no, it, so right now I'm doing YouTube, I'm doing podcast, I'm uh, working as a web developer. Can I say, when someone asks me, what do you do? Can I say I'm a YouTuber? Yeah, you can. You do YouTube. Yeah. So that's, yeah, I would say, I would say getting money out of a profession would, would be like the ultimate identification because you can't say you can you can study for being an astronaut right you can get yeah. like a, a an un, or internship but do you identify like you can get an apprent, apprentice maybe okay apprentice is fine i would say because it pays but earned internship it doesn't as i know as far as i know yeah so like um you get an internship and do you identify as a astronaut now because you you have like a like a small working time just to see how people work in an in an uh, like being astronauts in the space. I don't know. I don't think money is really the the metric we should be looking at because you can. If I'm just starting off a business, I'm not making money out of it, right? If I start taking photographs like I used to back in the day when I was a photographer mm-hmm. I can say I'm a photographer because I'm shooting I'm making photo shoots I'm going to parties I may not be getting paid for it you used but to get paid for it sometimes you can yeah. say you so- were a photographer I mean you uh you can say like I was a photographer but now I'm shooting for recreational purposes yeah but like when I finished uni I decided I'm gonna try and be a photographer again and I went into Skopje. I tried to uh, reach out to like businesses and do their menus and stuff. And I was doing a photo shoot, one photo shoot per week for uh, like portraits and people I know, just so I can like be active and show my work. And I wasn't getting paid for it because it was just getting my portfolio set up. Yeah. But back then I had to say I'm a photographer because when people, when I introduced myself, 
I'm gonna say I'm a photographer because then people will think of me as a photographer. And when yeah. they need a photographer, they say, all right, this guy, I just met him, you know, he's a photographer and I'll reach out to him. So yeah. I wasn't getting paid to be a photographer back then. But that doesn't mean, for me, it doesn't mean that I'm not. Yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. You were already practicing it. You were implementing it. I mean, not back then, but you used to make money out of it. So, and I think if I'm not wrong, you did make some money out of it, even when you tried in Skopje, but just a very little. No, I didn't. No. You didn't get paid for shooting that student uh, thing with uh, the whole, the uni? No. Okay. Weird. <laughs> I thought I thought you got paid. That's no, why. It, it wasn't. No, it was a free. Okay. Just to get no. like, to shoot a, an event, and then I can say, yeah, I have this. I'm shooting events now. You know. Yeah, that that's what I uh, kind of hated about you being a photographer because you went to shoot one of the biggest happenings in in Macedonia, Strumitz Open Fest, and you didn't get paid while the other photographers did. So I I understood your purpose, like uh, what Gary V says, like uh, kind of, you know, hustle until you get to where you want to be. But there is one point, like you did something yesterday, which I'm not going to mention, which I really liked about you. And you were like, okay, this is it. This is what my time is w- worth. This is what I'm either getting paid or I'm not doing the job. Right? Yeah. Because people want your services. That's what that that was the first thing. People wanted your services. They needed a, another photographer. No, they didn't. No. They weren't like. Um, I'm gonna cut you off. No, that's. I got myself onto that team because I wanted to shoot an event, and the guy said, "I don't have any more budget to pay you, but if you wanna come for free, then that's fine." Because I asked them to be on that team. They didn't ask me. They didn't come to me and say, "Like, can you?" Uh, come and shoot me need another photographer and I was an extra there I didn't I didn't do anything I and I actually paid money to be there like I was paying for my food I was <laughs> paid to get around so I lost yeah. money it was and back then I thought like I'll get this experience then I'll shoot more festivals and events which I didn't do but anyways that doesn't matter that was the thinking going into it and I it was my initiative to get onto the team not the team reaching out to me well I thought the guy because we knew the guy he was kind of our friend right we kind of spent yeah. time with him and everything and, and the, the talk happened on that party with people were together if you remember on the mountain when i got drunk and had to sleep in the car really yeah yeah, yeah no i know i know when it, it was uh second of august right <laughs> yeah I think so. one of the best parties i've ever been i'm not gonna lie i didn't drink but it was amazing it was amazing especially especially with you <laughs> yeah i remember you coming to me and saying like i want to drink but please don't let me drink a lot so at one point i was like taking flasks because you were <laughs> drinking from flasks right well the, the guy gave the flask to me the guy that we talked <laughs> about <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so i get the flask from you and i'm like that's it you're done you're not drinking anymore right and as i turn to the table to put it down i see you with another flask already <laughs> drinking and i'm like what is this man doing come on <laughs> i don't have hundred eyes i was <laughs> running around hard, the hall but- party trying to find drinks and you were running behind me trying to get them off my hands 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing is, uh, it's hard when I was the only one who wasn't letting you drink because you told me to, right? And yeah. there's like six people on the table that's having <laughs> drinks. <you know>? yeah. <laughs> so it was hard. <laughs> it was hard. Yeah. But it was fun. Fun times. Fun um, anyway, back to the the pork thing. So yeah, but I did yesterday. The thing is, for the photography stuff, I didn't have any portfolio, so I couldn't ask. Like I didn't hadn't shoot any events back then. I was only shooting yeah. weddings and just like uh, portraits for you and my sister. So I I couldn't set a price for something I haven't done, and I can't sh- show someone I can get you this photograph like this kind of pictures if you just pay me this amount of money. But now for uh, yesterday, I have like the portfolio for that and I can say, all right, I you can see what I've done. You can see what I, I can do. This is my rate. If you like it, you like it. If you're not, then it's fine, you know? Yeah. Um, it is a very, very tough question to answer. I think, uh, I mean, I would reason with you. The work doesn't define you. But what does, though? Like, what does define you as a person? I mean, it is your actions, yes. But do you yeah. want to define as a humble person or you want to you wanna show the world what you achieved? Like, let's say, as I said, you're a CEO to the company. You're an entrepreneur. You bought just... You came up from nothing. You just bought a Ferrari. You built a company, whatever, blah, blah, blah. What would you say? Uh, who are you? Oh, yeah, I'm a self-made billionaire by 25. That can be an identity as well. Yeah. In a way. So very tough question, if you ask me. Yeah. The thing is, so like you said, we uh, actions do define us. It's uh, one thing. Like we can say a lot of things, but ultimately our actions will define us and they'll show the world who we are. Even if you say we're not that, right? But when someone asks you, we actually decide who we are. If someone asks me, Right now, am I a web developer, I'm a YouTuber, I'm a, I'm a podcast uh, host? I can choose any one from those three and all will be true because I'm spending time and I'm, my actions will speak for all three. You know, I'm doing all three. I so. agree because um, I, think, I think we um, adapt our identity to the situation we're given. Like if you're working, if you're looking for a job and you wanna, you wanna, you're applying for web developer, you're not gonna say you're a podcast, you know, uh, or yeah. a showrunner. You know, you don't. You're not gonna say that you have a podcast. You're not gonna say that you're a YouTuber. You're gonna say, I, I have been a developer since my twelfth, you know, when I was twelve yeah. years old. The hell. But anyways, I think. I think given given the circumstances we choose what we say yeah. to 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 you know the question so like yeah, yeah uh, for sure if you're around home and you want to look like you're not a failure around your family you will say whichever one's whichever one is the most successful thing that you've done you will say that yeah. and you will identify as that but when you're with your friends and like, I mean, real friends, you will say what's on your heart, what, what, what's heavy on your heart, right? You're going to say like, oh, I am maybe um, 
a web developer. I, I'm taking it in this consideration. Yeah, I should yeah. stop that. But anyways, I want to be a web. De- uh, I mean, I am a web developer, but I want to be a YouTuber. I am doing YouTube, but you know. So like when people ask you, you want to be, uh, you want to identify like, yeah, I am. I am a YouTube YouTuber. I I've been building my business for the last five years. I have a million followers, whatever, you know, get like 200,000 views on every of my videos. I have a steady business going on on the side with, I don't know, merchandise or whatever they do nowadays. Yeah. You know, so like, yeah, I think like, let's say I would take Mr. Beast. He's a YouTuber, right? He has 7,000 other uh, other businesses. So what he would identify as? So that's what I was going to mention next. So uh, it ties great with my next question is, can you have more identities? And like you said, we can say, uh, we, we can identify different things around different circumstances. Yeah. So uh, if you take Mr. Beast as an example, he's a YouTuber while he's filming a video, but he's an entrepreneur when it comes to making business decisions. Uh, you know, he's a innovator when it comes to whatever else, you know? when he does yeah. the a- actions and everything yeah makes sense makes sense so um, um you can have more identities and use them like in different situations i agree i think uh, everyone has different identities even people that are not as successful as ceos like you know like um me and you we're not as successful as elon musk that's what i wanted to say yeah, but like we're not as successful as him. He can identify like a lot of things, which is one of them is I think Techno King, <laughs> which was fun. Yeah, but but also like we have a lot of identities, and we're not a CEO like he is, or we're not we do not have achieved as he has, you know. So like we can identify more as well as him or like other people can identify like everyone i think everyone can identify as more more things than than just one like when you were a kid right you were playing yeah. football outside you weren't playing for a for a team you weren't playing for for a whatever but you were like oh yeah i'm a footballer i want to be a footballer you know like I mean, yeah. that's where that's where it starts, right? Then you pick up on something else and you're like, oh, yeah, but I want to do this. And then you go like, oh, yeah, but I want to do this. And then until you find your, I think, until you find your true calling, you will realize what you want to do until the rest of your life. But that doesn't mean that you can identify. Like, I would say this. I mean, we had our fair share of gym, but there is another guy that we know that, has had a lot more than us, right? He's a, also a football player. Does he identify as a bodybuilder? Because he has been on, on some uh, bodybuilding competitions, as far as I know, getting like first and second place. And uh, th- that I know for sure, but I don't know uh, for now if he does, if yeah. he still does that. And he's playing as a professional athlete for, for a club and he's getting paid from football as well. What does he yeah. identify as, right? So, like, he's good. Both. Like, if people... I would say if he goes to the gym, 
and people ask him around gym questions and everything, he would identify as a bodybuilder. He won't identify as a, as a football player. But if people ask him on the road about football or, or on the pitch about football, he would identify as a football player. He won't be like, oh, yeah, man, I'm just going to the gym. This is just, you know, put the ball in and run, kick it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he spends a lot of time training for both things. Like he goes to the gym and he goes to football practices as well. And he is very into it, you know. Yeah. So I think I think he would identify like both things. So to answer your question, I think you definitely can have more identities than one. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we need to kind of define. So what does identity mean to you? <sighs> I think identity is a part of uh, presenting yourself to a crowd. Like when you go into in, into a crowd and they don't know about you yeah um so you want to present yourself right you want to you want to get to know everyone so like tell about you, not a lot but more about your life and everything and um i would say identity not completely hangs on you like people can say okay this guy is a you know is a web developer but you ident you you go like no 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 I'm YouTuber I'm not <laughs> you know I am taking so, you too much in consideration I don't know why <laughs> oh that's fine um, is that all you think identity is I mean for you is that all that it is I think your the identity way you present yourself is, it, it what makes you unique right but the thing is you can be unique in more ways than one. So are all football players unique? Like everybody on the team is are they unique because they're football players or No, it's more like what makes you unique in a crowd, not like everyone on the on the like when you go into a bunch of football player, unique it would be the the best player on the pitch, right? But everyone there identifies as a football player. It doesn't matter if you've scored one goal this season or 700 goals, which I don't think can happen, but anyways. Um, you know what I mean. Um, but when you um, when you go like into a crowd, like, let's say we, we go out with our friends, right? Yeah. And we haven't seen them in quite a while. And one, one of us asks us like... So what are you doing now, right? And then you go like... That's a different question, though. Well, what I don't know what is... Yeah, you people won't ask you what is your identity, No, right? No, but like if you say, all right, I'm Lukce, I'm this and this and this. So that's your identity. Yeah, kind of. What, yeah. what you're presenting to people, I guess. So that's what I said. Like, present your yeah. presentation in front of the crowd. Okay, in so... A, in a way. I mean, is, is there any other aspect for you? I don't think so. For me, because, like, if the police... If you if the police goes, like, show me your identity, and they go, like, oh, you're, you're, you're from Macedonia, right? That's your identity. I'm Macedonian. But that's what concerns them. But your friends doesn't concern that you're from Macedonia because they already know that. Your friend yeah. concerns more, what are you doing now in your life? 
in a way but yeah right so like not not in a way that uh they're being like you know but in a way like okay what's been up we haven't seen each other so what's happening in your life and then if you say like oh yeah i was working as a you know um as an accountant but now i found that being uh in marketing is very you know it's better so i'm yeah. i'm i'm doing marketing now then you've changed your kind of kind of you've changed your identity around them and you're now oh yeah he's working in marketing he's quite you know quite good or whatever right yeah um so would you say in january i ran like a minimum of four days a week to lose weight was i a runner then because i was into it and i liked it and i was running hard question because you were you were putting some some into it but i didn't think you cons- consider it to be um to be a part of your life as uh, for a long time as a as a runner i think you yeah, but considered like, more going to the gym as part of your life yeah so but like say, you said uh if you changed like i was going to the gym before that and i changed my uh what i do in the gym like can you say the, an athlete identify as an athlete because uh i mean you were going to the gym so you just changed your way from working out with weights to running for yeah some time and then now you're doing both weights and running as well i mean there was a goal with the running so yeah. uh, if you want we can so get into it if we uh if you say this I'm connecting this to the same thing you said with work. So someone works as an accountant, then goes into marketing. And let's say they do marketing for one month and then you meet with someone, you say, all right, I was doing this, now I'm doing this. And now I'm a, I'm like a marketer, you know, and I, I'm connecting the same thing for what I did with the gym. So I was yeah, lifting weights like... before. So I changed it in January to run. So I was only running. Can I say the same thing? Does it mean the same thing or it not? No, because uh, if you sit down with me and I ask you, you will be like, oh, I was going to the gym with lifting weights, but I saw that for my uh, to reach my goal, I changed it to running for a month. Now I'm back to it, back to gym again and running together like you, uh, like I used to before. That doesn't make you a runner, like, like, like a person. But like, toward the end of January, if you ask me then. Then I was telling them like signing for sign up for a marathon, sign up for half a marathon, and like continuing that. Uh, how do I say like becoming more and more of a runner? I would say, like embodying more and more of that identity. What it means to be a runner, like to go on races and do like uh, that. Back then I was thinking that, and that was like yeah. my goal. But as soon as I achieved my goal, the weight goal, I stopped. So if you ask yeah. me now, yeah, now right now, yeah, I I wouldn't say I'm a runner, and because I'm not running, and I'm not, I don't plan to start anytime <laughs> soon. But uh, <laughs> back then, like in two big two weeks ago, if you asked me then, is that the same thing? Like you said, with the I would what? say you know when you're a kid, as I mentioned before, you go like, oh, I'm gonna be a football player, then. The next day you come, I'm going to be a basketball player. And then the next day come, you're like, I'm going to just do figures out of mouth, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, 
you're still looking for your identity in that field, I would say. So why is the guy that switched to marketing for a month? And you don't know if he's going to continue. Like, I would say this for you then. Does Usain Bolt, you know him, fastest man alive, right? I don't know if he still is. I haven't checked in a while. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Anyways, Usain Bolt, right? He's... He's an athlete. He's he runs. He's a runner, right? Like you said. But he yeah. played the All Star Weekend once for NBA. Is he a basketball player as well? For me, no. Well, he also played football, by the way. Yeah, but anyways, I want exactly the point. So I wanted to say like. How would you say that you identify as a runner if you just done it for a short period of time? Like, do I say that like I, would... a, I wouldn't? I but I was saying like the same way that you described for someone that did work and they switched their uh, field. I said that if they, they switched, switched it permanently, but permanently I, that, that they said that okay, I just switched it to marketing and I see myself here for a long period of time. I just like I'm on the start, but like. I don't know, but, but you, you, know, you don't know if he's going to be permanent. Like I, I, I thought that I was going to be a runner for the whole year. I thought that I was going to continue running in January toward the end, especially. I was so into it that I was going to sign up and I was going to like run every week for a certain amount of kilometers. I had like goals and everything, but I, I stopped. So that's like kind of, I stopped that. It's not permanent now. It was when you see in hindsight, it's, it wasn't permanent. But if I'm just doing it for a month and I say, yeah, I'm going to continue doing this, you don't know if it's going to be permanent or not. Maybe the guy that had switched to marketing is going to go back. He's going to say, like, after a month or two, he's going to not he's not going to like it as much and he's going to go back to being an accountant. Yeah. Well, if he goes back to an accountant, does he identify as again? Uh, that's what I said with you. Like, if someone asked you back then... You would say, yeah, I'm trying to get into running. So I would say, like, you were a runner, right? But then you changed it back to bodybuilding. You can't say that you're still a runner. Not now, because, but then. Yeah. But back then you can, yeah, obviously. Because, uh, yeah. like, we we used to say, uh, I mean, we used to say we were basketball players, right? Yeah. But we're not anymore. Like, okay. I, I want to be... Oh, like when I see the salaries of the NBA players, I want to be, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah. So I would say that you can, I I would say that identity is not a permanent thing because people might change. Yeah. That's a good like kind of um, thing to get out of the whole conversation. So I just want to say like, so for me, identi- identity means embodying all the things for that identity if i say i'm a runner then it means uh, running for a certain amount of kilometers every week uh, signing up for races for like a marathon or half a marathon and even like going out with other runners and just like embodying like everything that a runner does or another example if i'm a web developer then a part of doing like doing my job, learning more, learning, learning new technologies, uh, seeing what's new in the technology world and like development world, being like more 
not not just doing the web development, not just that action, but like embodying everything else from that world as well. So like that's why for me, Usain Bolt would not be a basketball player because he did one play and he's not at least that uh, I haven't seen like what other NBA best NBA NBA players do right they go on events they talk about the NBA they practice basketball so they would be a basketball pair but they can also be other things yeah I would say yes exactly but depends on I would say identity for me as I, as I mentioned in the in the beginning is how you present yourself in front of someone for that time being you're that person that's it you cannot go to someone like oh yeah I am a mechanic right I do cars and then um, obviously you like come up a, you work in a in a bank right that that's yeah. just false information and everyone's gonna think you're lying right you you can do both i'm not saying that you can't do both like you can you can be after your bank job you can do mechanic yeah. job but like i'm saying like if you didn't do it right and you come in a suit and everything and you go like oh yeah i'm a, i'm a mechanic i can i can see your car and then you know the person will not expect a mechanic to come in a suit <laughs> to be honest like that that's our unfortunately people are like that yeah, I mean everything has um, what, what was the name? Let's say assumptions. Like people don't expect a mechanic to come in a, in a suit, right? Like you would expect to drive in a place in a workstation where there's cars al- around you. They don't expect to see guys in computers to to walk into an office and be like, "Oh yeah, can I take credit?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like it, it, it's a bit weird. So. I think for for a time being, your identity is what you present yourself, right? That's why we have stolen identities and stuff like that, like uh, lies and identity is a big thing for, for a person. Like you can say yeah. you're an astronaut, that doesn't mean it's true. People will get to know it. Yeah, but it's not really an identity if it's not true, right? Yeah, no, but like like, we talked about, we can say everything, but it's not, it doesn't make it your identity. Yeah, no, but uh, as I mentioned before, I think identity, uh, we say what we are in front of people just to amaze them or or to get something out of them in a way, right? So you can say you're an uh, an astronaut if if it suits you in, in that situation, right? And you get what you want. And then even if they discover it's not true, if you got it already, then it's fine. If you don't got it, you fucked up, right? So I don't say that uh, identity is always gonna be true, but it's what you present to, what you, how you present yourself in front of a in front of a given group of people. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Uh, yeah, for me that's also part of it, of course. And you like it's interesting. Like there are a lot of different scenarios in life so if actors they do method acting for example uh hit ledger he did method acting for joker was he the joker that like he, he was trying to embody the whole identity of joker into his life to, yeah so he can do it on the screen was he 
can he identify as Joker then? Yeah, that that's a pretty weird question because Tom Holland did something similar. He, as a joke, said to his producer, like, oh, maybe I should go into high school, right? And he started yeah. laughing. He goes, that's a good idea, <laughs> right? So they sent him to high school again <laughs> just to yeah. see... Just to like get him into into um, the role, right? And a girl went like, "Man, you have a weird wife. What's what's your you know what's your thing? Like, uh, why are you here?" And he goes like, "Listen, I haven't told this to anyone, but I'm Spider Man." He goes like, "Man, you're crazy, man!" Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that that's the thing. Like, he identified as Spider Man, right? He he identified like the actor playing Spider Man. But she didn't yeah. believe him because at the time no one knew that Tom Holland was Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. So that 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 is a pretty good question. I would say if he identified like what are you? Um like if someone went to Hit Ledger and said like, okay, who are you? What are you? Right. And he went like, I'm the Joker in Batman, right? And yeah. I would say he is. Because he was the Joker, right? Yeah. Like, I w- would you, if someone came, came to you and said, like, okay, but at that time, right? Same with Heath Ledger, like, if he was still alive, uh, God bless his soul, I think that he wouldn't have identified as, as uh, Joker anymore. He would have spoken yeah. onto onto that um, identity and that like personality and whatever he he came across to doing yeah. du- during doing that. Uh, but I don't think he will still. So like, if someone came to you and said like, "Who are you? Would you identify as basketball player now? Would yeah, you say no, like not now? Yeah." No, the, the the thing was like yeah, uh, they're trying to embody a different identity for their work. That's like that is their job. Like sometimes for YouTube, the day, people do that uh, for YouTube videos. Still, like we've seen uh, when vlogging was trendy, everybody was not really themselves. They will like put nice, this persona scripted, in front of yeah. yeah. They will put this persona on the screen and they'll be the vlogger while the cameras are on and then like switch once they're off. And also this reminds me when we were uh, in high school, when we had girlfriends, I had a different identity in front of my girlfriend and a different identity in front of you. I think that happens with every male man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, I mean, it just shows that we really do. We can have more identities and switch into different circumstances. Yeah. Do you know what Ikigai is? The what? Ikigai. What the hell is that, man? Uh, Ikigai is a Japanese concept referring to something that gives a person a sense of purpose, a reason for living. So it's a very interesting thing I came across on the Instagram Reels. And there's a very nice graph, which I'll show on the shorts. But um, it's... How, how you can find your purpose, basically. And I'll show you this graph. It's the best way to explain it. How do we explain it to our listeners? <laughs> Search Ikigai open images and there's a graph with uh, five circles and they make a union in the center. 
So it's four circles, bro. Four circles, and they make a unit in the center. Basically, each circle defines different thing about you. One is uh, what you love. One is what the world needs. One is what uh, you can be paid for, and the fourth one is what are you good at. And if you, so if you find what you love, and if, and that's what the world needs, that can be like your mission, right? Because it, yeah. you can help the world doing what you love. If you find what the world needs and you found what you can be paid for, then you found your vocation, like your job. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you love doing that and doesn't necessarily mean that it's good for you. Yeah. But if you combine like all of these things, you get uh, Ikigai, which means you find your purpose. You find what you're good at, what you love, what the world needs and what you can be paid for. Yeah. And... Um, it's very interesting. Like, I think this really explains. Well, it spoke to me because um, it's a very interesting concept. And the picture I'm seeing here, it, it explains like uh, if you're missing one thing out of the four, it shows you, for example, if you have, if you found what you love, you found what you're good at, and you found what you can be paid for, you can feel satisfaction. But you haven't found what the world needs. That thing. It's not the, what the world needs. So you can be satisfied, but you can feel useless because nobody needs what you love, what you can be paid for and what you're good at. Or if you found what the world needs and you found what you can be paid for and you found what you love, but you're not good at it, then it will be exciting. It will be, um, you feel use, useful, but uh, you could feel like a sense of uncertainty. So the, the reason I mentioned this now is um, all of these circles can be a different identity for you. And each yeah. intersection can be a different identity for you as well. So what you love can be one identity. Like we said, numerous examples here, but if you're working something, that means that's what you're getting paid for, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you love that. So what you love can be something else that you're doing as a hobby. And that can be another identity of itself yeah I, I really like this concept and i i really like to try and um well there there are a couple of questions here to figure out what your purpose in, is in life and i like to go through them like and see and explore this concept more for myself i agree um actually to be honest over here it's really tough to find your ikigai what you mean it's yeah. really tough to get that perfection where you feel satisfied with life while i think in my opinion a lot of people that are dying without finding that perfection yeah i mean yeah, life I life is life is not perfect we all know that but when you have everything sorted out like you love what you're doing you're getting paid out of it you know um it's it is your mission as well like let's say you're a philanthropist right you have a i don't know non-profit organization by the way people at the very top of non-profit organization are getting paid i mean come on yeah so like you you run a non-profit organization right and then it is your passion and that nonprofit organization is going towards, I don't know, saving the planet. That's your mission as well. You know, it, 
it's very very hard to achieve that like mm, you know i mean i just said things doesn't mean that everyone wants to be a philanthropist and helping people yeah. and blah, blah blah but it's very hard to achieve that like to get to be actually to be satisfied where you're at with life like because a lot of people don't un- i would i would i would mix some some topics over here but a lot of people are having problems with um um understanding what's happy and what's fun yeah and i've been telling you this i think since we were in high school i you know we both got into like this kind of stuff and that's why we started this podcast as well but like um we started the first the first book i think that you had about self-development was the the monk who sold his ferrari and because of you i started reading it and i loved it i loved it it changed your life it i implemented some things from it in my life it was amazing so since then i started reading a lot of books like that and i'm not very much of a reader by the way but anyways you know mixing things with being happy and fun is very tough because having fun can trick you that you're being happy and then boom you're depressed immediately just because you go out you know having hookups or have even if you have a girlfriend just because you go out having fun on saturday night or on the weekends or or you have a lot of friends around you it doesn't mean you're happy right like yeah. you can you can sit at home watch netflix and be happy and what people end up doing is go over the weekend get intoxicated overly drunk come back go out throughout the week with their friends over coffee and explain how they passed for their whole week but they don't have a purpose what's the purpose yeah. of their going out right let's say i don't know maybe someone wants to meet a girlfriend or blah blah whatever but it doesn't have an endpoint that thing right yeah and then when you realize that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to actively realize that okay i don't have a endpoint you know why am i doing this it might be in your back of the head where you you kind of you didn't realize it yet but it makes you sad like that life you're going like i lived for that life like you know i don't want to do this anymore like we had that i had that yeah. a lot when i when i went into england I, w- I had that a lot where people were like oh let's go to the club and i was like that's not my thing anymore you know i've been going to the club since i was 14 15 you know yeah up until 21 you guys starting to go to the club at 21 that's like in the past for me i'm not saying that i did you know a lot of things but i did you know i did my fair share my fair time of going to the clubs kind of yeah in a way like what's fair share i mean it's relative whatever right whatever right so i wanted to say that when you realize that you feel depressed because you don't have an endpoint and this is where i said finding your purpose may not always happen 
but when you realize that you need to actually search for it and try to find it, it might spark up some things because you're actively trying to find something that will fulfill you to the rest of your life. Yeah. But not being able to realize that and just doing things that are... <sighs> On the surface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Without any deeper meaning. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, if you're if you're doing like if you're doing that and doing things that are without any deeper meaning, and you know, what say connect with your soul, you won't be happy, and you know you won't know why. You know, you're feeling stuck in one place and blah blah blah, like. You know, like, oh, it's not me, it's the place, I, w- I was always special, I just don't fit in. No, you haven't found your purpose. You won't care if you fit in or not in that special area. Es- especially if you found your purpose, if you know what you want to do, and then you go like, okay, this crowd might might not be for me, maybe I need to change it, then it's okay. But just saying... I don't fit in because you've heard it over the internet and because you're listening to metal and everyone is listening to rap. Doesn't necessarily mean you found your purpose. Yeah. So I'll just say one thing. I mean, you mentioned a lot of different things like uh, mixing values and uh, happiness and psychological problems in there. But I'll just say one thing. I'll back this uh, for another episode. Fun can be disguised as happiness sometimes, but doesn't necessarily mean you're happy. And people often um, confuse the two. (laughs) We'll we'll do it. This deserves a whole episode of itself. I I would agree. I would agree. We can do the next one. Let's just park it for now. Yeah, we can do the next one. Uh, I was actually going out. When I was most going out in my life, I was going out because I wanted to escape my thoughts. So I wanted to get like drunk and not think too much because I was not happy. I was not uh, content with my life. So even though it seemed fun, like when I was out, it still means that that was my escape from my reality. You know what's what's weird? It's the fact that I more connect to the identity of being an American, but I was born in Macedonia. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, you know, we like, both don't really identify as uh, Macedonians. I mean, the the name of the podcast says it a lot, but like, yeah. I mean, for me, it's all. I always, when I say about the Macedonian identity and people from Macedonia, I always think about my sister because she, ne- as uh, as long as I remember, she always said that I don't belong here. Like I don't belong in Macedonia. But as soon as I turn eighteen, I'm gone. And like, you, it, it's it must be tough for people to live in situations where they're not, they don't don't feel like they belong to. Yeah. But yeah, why why would you def- like connect yourself more as an American than Estonian? I think American uh as far as I'm, you know, 
I've grown up and everything, so I realized that I think the American uh, identity was like implemented on me by by movies and everything. So I'm not just saying now. Like I love America for some reason. I have no re like for some reason I love America. But like um, the thing is, I think I was more feeling like a stranger in my country than 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 like a Macedonian, like you yeah. said with your sister. And immediately I remember when you told me told me that we started a conversation and that was like third year high school when we had these conversations and we were like we don't identify as Macedonians. Like we we don't feel like we belong here at all. Yeah. Right? I would say that I didn't identify as Macedonian, but there was there was something that I needed to identify as, right? And I felt a connection to the teenage world in America that from what I've seen to the to the movies and from what I've seen to from from the TV shows and everything, right? So I felt like this is the life I want to live. Like this is what we are lacking here in Macedonia and this is what I want to have. So that's why yeah. I I think I connected like my desire to 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 actually be an American, and even my Instagram handle says like an American soul born in Macedonian body, like I I I wanna you know it's just something that that that's it's a like I I used to say when I was in high school with you when we were when we were talking about it I think America is a whole different world. A whole different world than 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 what UK, uh, what not UK, what Europe is like, or Asia, or you no. Know. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. It's a lot different. Um, like it, uh, like the culture is very different in there. Yeah, I agree. It seems like Ho- Hollywood sold you the American dream. Oh yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. They did, they did sell it, and very high. At very high price, I guess, because I've never been to America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I would say like the the sad reality is America is not Hollywood, which um, it might seem like it, and yeah, that's one of the reasons that I want to go there as well. But it's not the same. It's just not Hollywood. It's not what we see in the movies. May I just say something? I remember when your sister was the first time in America, right? Yeah. And uh, I I asked her, how was it? And she said to me, like, as same as the movies, man. Like, it was just as same as the movies. So I guess everyone has their different uh, perception of what America can be. So if I go to America and expect what I'm expecting, maybe I'll disappoint it, maybe not. But like, I would, I would, I would say that that's uh, just a different view of people. Um, you've been to America, right? Yeah. Which I'm really, I would say, jealous about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I know you went to America and um, you've already shared it with me in a small doses but how was the experience in alaska while you were there 
Yeah, I went to Alaska for about four months. Uh, there's a student exchange type of visa that you can get for the summer. It's and, a work and uh, travel visa. It's not a student exchange. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a work and travel visa. And I went to Alaska. It's a very interesting experience. Like, I didn't realize that. I mean, you know that there are 51 states or whatever, but I didn't realize that every state has like different kinds of people and like every state has different, it's like in Europe, it's a, Europe is a big um, place with a lot of countries and every country has different cultures. It's not that different in American, like from state to state, but they do have different cultures, which I didn't realize before going there. So when I landed, I landed in LA, then I flew to Alaska and it was like a whole three day trip to get there. But um, we needed to get some documents on the first day as soon as we landed. And I remember sitting on in like a, uh, you get your number, you know, like in the bank, you get your number, then you wait for a number to come up, you go to the desk and like do the, like everything. Mm-hmm. And me and my friend were sitting there and we started like looking around other people and everybody had a document, like they were filling out some something like a form. And we were just sitting there wondering, like, what do we need until we get to the to the desk? And the lady next to us, she was like, she noticed us that we are like wandering around and we don't know what we're doing. And she's like, do you have one of these forms? And uh, we were like, no, like, what what is, what is the form for? And she's like, well, you need this. Like, there are different types of form uh, depending on which action do you want to do here in this facility. And she was like, what are you in, in here for? We explained it. And she got up. She didn't even ask. She didn't tell us what we need to do. She got up, got our documents for us, and she sat down. It was like, wow, that's like so nice. Like people are so nice here. And the same, I have uh, the same t- thoughts about almost everybody in Alaska. Like everybody was so warm. Everybody was so, um, like they're just trying to help you. And they're like, everybody was great. The people but as soon as we i after alaska i went to miami for like a vacation and it's a lot different there like people are not as warm there's not as um helping there i mean i didn't have any bad experiences but still like people are very different just because i guess like people don't deal with the same kind of stuff in different states so so yeah. I guess that's why they're different. Well, America is pretty big, man. Imagine it like going yeah. from, from, from Macedonia to Germany, right? Yeah. To, to live. It's basically miles apart Alaska, like thousands of miles apart Alaska and, and, and Florida. And uh, you can't say... I would say like, okay, maybe there are some Alaskans that live in Miami and uh, there is some, um, you know, Florida. Miami. 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 Yeah. (laughs) I I thought to say it. I was like, maybe, maybe he won't get the joke. But anyways, uh, I was going to say Alaskans that live in Florida and Floridans that live in, in, in Florida uh, men. Yeah. Florida men strikes again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Living in Alaska. Right. So like uh, I, you you can say that there's different cultures, but like 
every state kind of has its own rules and kind of has its own, you know, the things that you need to adapt to. Like in yeah. Germany, there's a lot of like, there's Macedonian, there's Albanians, there's Turkish, there's Greeks, you know, and they still lean towards the, 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 the rules of Germany. They don't, they don't do what they've done in their country, right? Yeah. Same, same with there. Like they're, they're miles apart. And people, I think, uh, it's weird. I didn't, maybe the people we know will know this. 90% of them will know, but, um, this is a big thing actually in the world. People don't realize how big America is that you, you, you was like, uh, a guy on Reddit. I don't know why I say he, but anyways, a guy on Reddit mentioned that I have friends that live in 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 um, Austria, so they went to they went to Germany for grocery shopping. Then they decided to go to, then they decided to go to Switzerland, to you know, um, for to meet some friends, go over yeah. coffee with them, and blah blah blah. And then they went home all in five hours. And here I am driving six hours to get out of Florida. And people don't realize that. That's a lot of driving, six hours to get yeah. out of one state, you know? Like, uh, I also read another thing that, uh, what was the what was the funniest, uh, what is the one thing that people don't understand about America? So apparently uh, there was a, a girl who their folks were, were coming from, um, I don't know where, uh, and when they came in to, to meet her, right, they were like, okay, so what do you want to see, right? And they go like, oh, yeah, we want to see um, the Niagara Falls. Then we want to see the Times Square, right? And then maybe we pop down to Miami and just, you know, lay on the beach for a couple of days and then just fly home. And apparently she asked them, how long are you staying? Oh, we were planning to stay for a week. And she was like, we're definitely not doing that in a week. Because, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, like driving from all the way from New York to Miami is just taking quite a lot of time. You know, it's not like... Yeah, yeah. It's um well for me it was I didn't realize that going in. Um the other thing that I noticed like I worked on in subway and like I would talk with people like for like the sandwiches. But everybody was at the beginning it was very interesting because everybody was asking questions like how are you, where are you from? Um they were just trying to make small talk, which was unfamiliar for me. Like I, prior to that, I've only been to Germany and Macedonia, right? So I didn't really have that kind of experience. And the first month was very interesting. I started like asking questions to them, like, where are you from? How do you live here? And like, um, it's a very good way to understand. I mean, to just like talk about their life a bit and yeah. see how they're living. But then after a while, I realized it's not, they don't really care. Like they ask you the questions just to be nice, but they don't care. Like they'll say, oh, that's nice. You came like all the way here in Alaska and like you're doing this, but they, they don't care. But like, it's just, um, I don't, I don't know, know just man. kind of being nice. It's not really, it, it's not in their interest to remember that stuff, but it's just like, yeah. are you, it's stuff like that. <clears throat> it's a bit weird because when I was in England, I've made all my friends through work and I was working in Costa. Tesco, McDonald's, 
Yeah. And all of my friends were not my colleagues. So they were like regular customers. And then yeah. uh, we went out for beers. We went out in nightclubs. You know, uh, it, it, I just made like a circle of friends. And uh, the thing is, what I realized is if you go and ask someone, like you go in Starbucks for a coffee and you go smoke, oh man, uh, you know, blah, blah, how's your day? And at the end, you're like, well, where are you coming from, by the way? And they say, you Italy. Do you even care? Like when you go home and like start, you know, working, would you be like, this guy came all the way from Italy over here just to, you know, have another shot of life. Would you do that? No. Like, that's just small talk. I guess man. not, yeah. Like, I yeah. realized that. I mean, I realized that. I did realize that when I was making friends because after some time, those friends, I mean, when we got closer, they asked me the real questions, right? Which they remember, yeah. by the way. But... When, when I was like in Costa and they asked me where you come from, Macedonia, blah, blah, blah. Then when we got out on beers, second, third time when we were getting like a, a circle, when I was getting a circle of friends, they asked me again. And I was like, but I already told you that, right? But I didn't, I mean, I didn't tell them, but I, I thought like, I already told you that. But then I realized this is when it's going to actually matter because they consider me as yeah. a friend now. They didn't consider me as a friend the first time when we were talking in, in Costa, right? So yeah. kind of makes sense what you're saying, and I don't think that a fifty-year-old Vanessa from Alaska is gonna actually care that you went on work and travel. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, the 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 other thing was everybody that were like all the customers were actually there on uh, traveling because we were. So the place that was uh, is called Denali Park, and there's a small kind of strip of gift shops and. Um, coffee places and it's very close to a few hotels so basically people will book um, a cruise and a cruise and just kind of walking around Alaska it's, it's like a whole trip and that's how most people end up there or just they want to go see in Denali Park and it's I don't I didn't really meet a lot of Alaskans I didn't meet a lot of people from there except for like the bosses and uh, when I went in, like the story I told in the beginning, that was in the city. But everyone else, like all my friends, there were just other people with the same kind of working child visa <laughs> working mm-hmm. there. So it was a lot of people from the Balkans, uh, a lot of Chinese people. And that's, it's not really a place to meet the locals. It was just meeting tourists. And I guess, um, yeah, that's. I, I couldn't get to the real questions, like you said. Like, I wasn't... The people were there for, like, a few days, so and then they're gone. <laughs> Can't really make friends. Yeah, I agree. Um, You said you were to Miami as well. I mean, I know you were, by the way. Yeah. Just, like, what was your experience there? Uh, not with the people. Let's go more, like, with culture and nightlife and 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 just having fun so yeah miami was all just uh having fun because prior to that i worked four months and double jobs like 80 hours every week and i couldn't wait to just relax and not do anything 
So for the Miami trip, we decided we're not going to go and see any tourist places. We're just going to party and sleep. And that's all. That's all we did. So we'll sleep until like one or two. Maybe go to the beach if we get up on time. Maybe not. But uh, every night we'll go out, we'll get drunk, then do the same thing again tomorrow. It's weird and because it's, what you're saying, probably Miami, there's parties every night, right? Doesn't matter if yeah, it's Wednesday, if it's Thursday, if it's what yeah, weekend. Yeah, of course. It's um, the thing is, I I really was only introduced to one part of it because uh, I was there with my cousin. He lived there. He the places he took us to and his friends were all like that type of people. Like they would work as um, uh, they would work as servers, and as soon as they finish finish the like shit. Waiter, their their work as waiters, and as soon as they finish the shift, like one or two a.m., they'll go to the club, get drunk, go sleep. It's kind of like all of them were le- leading that life, and I was only introduced to that kind of part of Miami, I, because uh, I was only there for five six days, and for that culture, I I like it for a vacation, but I think that gave me a. Uh, a feeling like I, I don't really like living in Miami if I think about it like long term. I wouldn't like to live in Miami. Yeah. But maybe there's another part that I just didn't see because like I was only doing those things. So Maybe the city, you know, like the the downtown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean we still went to the downtown but only to shop. <laughs> not yeah. No, no, I was gonna say, yeah, exactly. I was gonna say like uh I do love to have a vacation in Miami and go like uh, very, you know, just chill on the beach, have cocktails, go party, go home back to the hotel. Just because all of my travelings that I did so far were to get to know the places, right? Explore the culture, do this. You got to see this place. It's amazing. It has such history in it. I'm not saying that America doesn't have history or, you know, you can't see something in Miami, like, uh, but I'm saying that, in my opinion, Miami will be the perfect place to just relax on a beach and just have a really cozy, nice time where you just don't care about anything and just like, no work thoughts, no stress, just lay down on a beach, drink a cocktail just like be there for a moment and not just like think oh maybe i won't have time to see this you know like you can do that tour but i want to do a tour like that i want to have a week where i don't have any responsibility for a week at least once in my life yeah yeah it's definitely nice to kind of relax and chill and not do anything else and um the one thing i would say about Miami. It's like a. For me, it's like uh, I have a big part, just the same thing like you have about Hollywood selling the American dream. So when I went to Miami, I went to uh, Ocean Drive, which is the, uh, the opening scene from Step Up, the Miami, the yeah. one part in Miami. And like seeing that street, it's like. I don't know, it's like. I, it's very. That's what I like most. Like I wanted to see Miami Beach, where like scenes from the movie, like would recognize scenes from the movie. I would recognize where they partied, and also like you seen in the movie, especially in the beginning, 
like uh, they go to work, then they go to a party, they get drunk, then they do the same thing tomorrow. So it's basically the same life that I was introduced to in Miami. <laughs> so that's, that was my experience. I just didn't work while I was there, which is also <laughs> much better. Well, since all that experience in, in America, why do you want to go now? I, I, I watch a lot of YouTube and I've exchanged the part where Hollywood sells the American gym to YouTubers <laughs> selling <laughs> the American gym. So basically I watched a lot of uh, New York videos and that's kind of one of the things that makes me want to go there and like experience those things like get a try the best pizza that this guy made a video about and try the best burger in New York City that like a, another video I've seen and also I really want to see LA because I like most of the YouTubers I watched are from LA they do vlogs and they'll like uh, share their daily life so I just kind of want to see the same thing I talked about the movie on in Miami I want to go get uh so the kind of want to see like uh Venice Beach and Malibu Beach Malibu and, yeah um, you know um I guess uh what kind of what Hollywood did and what uh YouTube did as well is place all the stars at one place LA that's where all yeah. kind of that's where all the star live I mean, they do have like a lot of places around the around America and around the world because obviously they have a lot of money. But if you wanna collaborate with someone, that's the place you wanna go because you walk down the street. Not, see... not as much, yeah, not as much anymore for YouTube, especially. For example, if you take uh, Mr. Beast, he doesn't live in LA. Yeah, he lives in Montana or something. You know and... why? They moved out because of the high price, high uh, tax prices. A lot he, of he YouTube. he never lived in LA. Yeah, no, I mean not him, but like a lot of uh, YouTubers and you know celebrities yeah. moved out because of the high tax price. I think it's forty nine percent, man. Whatever it is, I'm not sure. It's um, I'm just saying it's not as much anymore. Like in the beginning, when uh, Vine stars were starting to do YouTube. They were all in Vine Street in LA. So they were all collaborate and do videos together, which seemed very fun, <laughs> but not as much people do the same thing anymore. And like also I want to say, um, I wanted to go to Bali for the past three years for the same reason. Like I would watch videos and just kind of want to see and experience that for myself. Like get like very strong connection to the place and very big desire to go and see it for myself yeah. from just watching YouTube. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It uh, it makes sense. It makes sense. I would uh, I would say um, watching kind of your role models do something makes you want to do it. Like, yeah. I have no idea. I mean, I do know why I want to visit uh, New York. People are saying, oh, no, New York, you know, it's not the very best place you want to visit or blah, blah, blah. But I want to visit it. And part of the reason was like when I was a kid, I was like, oh, you know, uh, when I mean, Spider-Man came out 2001, 2002. So I was like, I want to I want to visit that city. It has 
very tall buildings it looks amazing yeah. you know like it allows spider-man to shoot webs because like yeah, i was i was actually thinking like if he came in in our town Radovich, right yeah where would where would he shoot the web right he wouldn't he wouldn't <laughs> exactly he would walk around like normal people <laughs> so or maybe jump from a from roof to roof, roof. To roof. yeah exactly so that's that's what uh you know so i was like maybe i'm made for that like i want to i want to see the tall buildings the skyscrap- skyscrapers and, yeah. and and stuff like that so that kind of that that is one of the reasons that is i think the first thing that flamed the fire to visit america because of the tall buildings and the the, the difference in the culture you know like i've never seen a building yeah. that tall before only in the movies you know it's weird and when I went to yeah. London and I saw the the shard and the the walkie-talkie building, I was like, oh, "That's big," you know. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I think let's we've come up. to an end. Yeah, it's been what? Let's see. Hour and forty minutes, but uh, we're gonna cut off at least twenty. So we're yeah. fine. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, we've come to an end to this beautiful podcast. I hoped you liked it. And uh, I know we had some topics that are unfinished, especially with the identity one. And that's a pretty big topic that we gave our best, I think. But we don't kind of understand how we can explain. So we're just like sharing our experiences with everything on this podcast. It's just that's our experience with it. That's what means to us and i mean that's all we can do right yeah and if you have anything to let us know about um identity or what your thoughts are you can just leave a comment in the section on 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 instagram and we'll definitely read it and come back to you and maybe even give you a shout out in the next episode of course of course well thanks everybody for listening hope you enjoyed it And we'll see you in the next one. Have a nice weekend, everyone. Have a nice week and weekend. A week, yeah, because, yeah. Anyways, see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.